guys, welcome back to another live stream. This is Gian from Experience Philippines at magandang magandang gabi sa inyong lahat. So tonight we're going to be having a very interesting topic for our live stream. Um, invited like three guests for tonight who will be discussing something quite interesting. So pakita natin muna yung five topic natin tonight. Yan. Uh, ay, hindi pala. Hindi ito yung topic natin. Saan yung topic natin, David? Wala. <laughs> hindi nasawa. O yan, mapakita ni Yan. Uh, monitoring the Philippine Coral Reefs. Yan po ang ating topic natin for tonight. So I'll just go do a, uh, an introduction. So because it's actually a volunteer organization, it's an organization. So um, this is my, this is what I wrote, and actually I read it also from their profile. Um, alam niyo naman ang Philippines, madaling madaling islands, no? So it's one of the, it has one of the longest coastline and the second, uh, I believe, the second largest coral reef in the world, and it's one of the most diverse. But because of you know. Um, Hindi na tayo maalaga sa ating environment and because of climate change, things are actually um, uh, not so good also for our for our coastlines and for our coral reefs. No? So in 2010, if I'm not mistaken, a small group of volunteers in the University of the Philippines, uh, Philippine Marine Science Institute, created an online Facebook discussion. So that actually helped you know, report coral bleaching that, ha that is happening in the Philippines, so around the area. So... And if you've seen the Netflix documentary, Yung Chasing Corals, this is actually one of the, you know, one of the areas that we're going to be discussing or running through tonight then. So we invited the people from the Philippine Coral Bleaching Watch because, um, again, as responsible Filipinos and travelers, we can actually help identify and monitor reefs that are impacted by coral bleaching in the Philippines. So, yeah, so let us welcome Ms. Mags, Ms. Irina, and Sir Daryl. Hi, po. Good evening, Hello. guys. Hello, good evening. 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 Ako nasa labas ako, pero included pa rin sa NCR Plus bubble. Nasaan ka? Nasaan ka? Laguna. Ay, Laguna. Sarap naman. Nasa Laguna eh. Anyway, sila po ang ating-ating mga guests. And they will talk about actually the Philippine corals. No? Ating and also how we can help monitor and basically the Philippine coral watch rin. No? So, yan. So, magandang, magandang topic natin. Um... Yung, sa may message pala si ano. Medyo mahina pala yung audio mo, um, Daryl. Medyo... Uh, Lalapit natin ko ito yung mic. <laughs> sige. sige. So yan, sige yan. Sige, ba bago lahat, maybe we can introduce ourselves. Miss Mags, baka pwede natin, pwede kayo muna ang, ang magsimula. Magpakilala. Okay. Um, hello, everybody. Magandang gabi. Ako si uh, Bigadel Christine Kibilan. Uh, they call me Mags Kibilan. Um, I'm the uh, self-designated or assigned uh, coordinator of Philippine Coral Teaching Watch. But I'm a coral reef ecologist by training. And uh, we're based at the Marine Science Institute. And I'm currently the one of the consultants for a USAID uh, project called the Fish Ride Program. I'm the resilience lead for, for that program. So uh, the Philippine Coral Teaching Watch is what we call our passion project. And... Uh, we're all volunteers, so uh, the people that you're seeing here managing that 
that community that Facebook page is actually just uh, volunteers. Na, thank you very much. Ayun, sige, madami pa akong madami at ang tatanong ko susunod is paano ba mag-volunteer? Pero siguro mamaya na siguro 'yon. <laughs> sige, next natin si Miss Erina. Ayes, ako naman ako si Erina, uh, Erina Molina. So you can call me Ina. So um ang training ko naman is on environmental science, but I I'm a marine conservationist uh for the past ilang years na ba since ano for the past eight nine years so i've been uh, exposed to different marine conservation projects um kasi naging part din ako ng haribon foundation which is a uh, uh, an ngo rin dedicated to um conserving our environment so yun and then now um i also volunteer for philippine coral beaching watch so um i'm the designated well <laughs> <laughs> designated social media administrator so um although na, na lahat naman kami nagpo-post pero yun so i usually post um yung mga bleaching alerts pag meron na nandiyan na yung um coral bleaching na we need to monitor asking people to report on coral bleaching that they see on their dives and the like dun sa mga sa iba't ibang um Uh, reefs natin. Kasi hindi naman lahat tayo pwedeng pumunta sa dagat, di ba? So, meron yung mga ibang tao. Lalo na naging, naging critical kasi ito nung lockdown. Kasi last year we had uh, a, a, a bleaching event. And ang problem nun, walang, walang, walang pupunta kasi naka-lockdown nga lahat. Pero those people na on the ground, sila yung nakapag-report on bleaching. So, yun. So, I manage, I manage that page. Um, I... Uh, also check the database along with Daryl uh, sa mga reports on bleaching. So yun. And then now, I'm taking up environmental science as master's din sa UP Diliman. So yun. Thank you for inviting us. No problem. No problem. <laughs> Pasalamat sa inyo eh. Yan. Sige. Pag-usapan natin yung mga sinabi mo mamaya. Gustunod natin si Sir Daryl naman. Sir Daryl. Uh, hello. Good evening sa lahat. Um, I'm Daryl, Daryl Valino, and um, same kami ng laboratory ni, ni Ate Mags uh, under the Coral Community Ecology Laboratory. And then, um, ako yung um, volunteer din ako ng Philippine Coral Beaching Watch and supposedly uh, database specialist yung, yung aking designation. So, lahat ng mga nagre-report sa sa aming page. Uh, ako yung nag-check if um, viable ba ito or tama ba yung, yung reports or pwede ding spam. So, ako yung naglilinis to supposed to be ng data. Pero of course, sinutulungan din ako ni Ina and ni, uh, may guidance din ni Ate Max. So, yun, ilan, uh, ilan pala kayo sa ano? Ilan kayo sa team? Ah, madami kami. Tatlo. And all the coral bleach patrollers. Oh, uh, diba? Marami actually, yun. I said na when we started kasi talagang unang maliit lang siya, private group siya nung una eh, nung 2010 when nung nagsimula yung Facebook as a platform. Mm-hmm. So, usually madami doon mga katulad din namin no, na medyo related din sa coral reef science, yung mga tao na nandun kasi it started with the project. Pero when we moved it to a more parang a, a community na page, 
syempre lumawak yun for the general public. So, hindi talaga strict na kailangan mag-member ka or what. I think, as long as you follow our page and you're informed about it, you can contribute to the to the effort. So, within those years, syempre may mga kasama kami who joins us as for some activities that we have had kasi we also join yung mga dive expo before or yeah, we've uh, shown yung mga uh, chasing coral nga when it was out in 2016 nagkaroon din kami ng series ng ng showing stone so yun may mga kasama kami na nag-move na no na meron din yun so, tumulong mag-develop ng aming app yun si Mr. Abrina so yun so parang in and out yun yung mga pero yun nga Ito na yun, kami na yung people really behind it now, today. Uh, Four members. Present. <laughs> Pero solid, solid pa rin kasi imagine, no, all those times na ma-manage siya with all, the, with all the data and everything else, di ba? Yeah. Y- yun nga yung, I think, yung pinaka-challenge. Pero, yes. yun, hindi naman siya solid na, or, na organization na, ano, but I think may flexibility kasi that allows it to be that way. So, Baka, maka, baka makahanap pa tayo dito ng pwede mag-volunteer sa inyo at tumulong para hindi na kayo of course yeah. welcome ayan na mag-volunteer <laughs> actually problema pag-volunteer ka hindi malam mo kailan ka mag-resign eh ayun nga forever na volunteer forever volunteer parang may nangyayari parang yeah, so anyway, gonna get to the I think I think tama nga timing, time frame to do this now, especially um we have a lot of time for to reflect and also see so because hindi ganoon ka uh lawak pa ng pagka-travel ngayon, medyo restricted pa. So at least there's a lot of time to educate people also, uh, especially from the NCR bubble area, no? So yeah, sige, maybe we could talk about ako madami akong tanong kasi hindi man ako and I I I'm not a diver. <laughs> so hindi ako familiar talaga how um how what is coral bleaching and uh technically what causes it um and also ano yung mga signs of uh coral bleaching because uh, I've been around to the I've been around the entire Philippines no siguro out of the 81 provinces I've been to all the 73 siguro may mga Pilipino lang hindi pa napupuntahan but um and siguro sa mga nakita ko hindi kasi siguro kasi hindi ako mahilig magdiyan na kapag-dive kaya hindi ko napapansin. <laughs> so hindi ko alam na appreciate ko lang yung sa taas, hindi ko na appreciate yung sa ilalim. So so kasi may problema ako sa ear so hindi ko kaya mag-dive no. Tinat <laughs> sinikap ko tinaray ko pero wala talaga. <laughs> Sasabog yung eardrums ko pag ganun. Um but yes, maybe we can, no? we can we can talk about first Miss Mags on how you actually started it out in the very beginning. What inspired you to start this? Um, may nangyari ba during that time? May kaiba bang nangyari? Parang nasabi ko lang, kawin. Kailangan ito simulan ng 2010. Tapos, and imagine 2010 pa yan, and now it's already 2021. It's like one decade already, no, na nakalipas. Uh, and you're still at promoting it. <laughs> <laughs> Astonished. <laughs> guys, ten year, 11 years na kayong volunteer po. Hindi <laughs> lang siguro kung ikukwento ko kung how far back yung first experience. So, siguro nga, let, let's start with, actually, it's not 2010. It started in 1997. Ay, tagal pa pala. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was doing my master's then. Uh, and I, we had a project noon. No, so, Spratly's actually yung project namin noon. Tapos, 1997-98 was a major bleaching year globally. 
uminit talaga, no? And, and ma-observe yun. And dahil meron kaming research program nun that allowed us to go to Palawan, uh, a lot, mga expeditions kami nun, ma-observe talaga namin firsthand yung bleaching na nangyari. Uh, the years before that, walang record yun. So, I think it's one of the first na talagang na-document namin yung bleaching in 97 and 98. So, that started it all. Tapos, dahil we know that it was happening in a lot of places, what we did was we also conducted a survey of yung mga divers at the time. So, we used yung forms, yung talagang, di ba, fill up, mag-interview ka dun sa mga dive shop. So, dun namin na-establish yung extent ng bleaching noon na nangyari. Uh, yun yung first. And then, fast forward to yung 2010, yun ulit yung next na event na mass bleaching ulit. And again, may project kami that allowed us to document it again. It's weird eh, kasi umalis na ako sa institute, tapos bumalik ako, inaabutan ko na naman yung bleaching. So, yung boss namin nun, si Dr. Perry Alinio, inassign niya ako to to think about how to capture the event knowing the previous time and experience. And at the time, nagsisimula na yung Facebook, yung social media. So, so from that project, I think we launched a actually a photo contest among our peers to help us document the bleaching. So, may parang may form yun, if you fill up din sila, sasubmit sila ng photos. So, actually, nag- Nagkaroon pa kami ng konting pero nun to get the best photos. Also to educate nga people about bleaching happening in a lot of places. So yun yung 2010. And then we used the Facebook group to announce that contest to get reports. So that's how it started. And then noong 2016, naulit na naman, we were actually 2015, meron na namang balita na magkakaroon na naman ng global bleaching event. So we got ready na by developing the app or like moving that page to become a larger ano na yung dinevelop na yung community page para mas malawak na beyond na dun sa parang private group lang na Facebook group. So that's how it all started. So we again used that platform to to make you know to inform people about what's going on and then started getting reports from people. Kina crowdsource namin bale. Diba? Wala nang katapusan. So ako talaga medyo mahaba na yung ano ko dito experience ko from yung very crude na na talagang nag-i-interview pa. Na <laughs> so, the app. No? So yun yung action in history noon. So ang, ang inspiration talaga namin sa Philippine Coral Bleaching Watch na community was the Marine Wildlife Watch. Kasi nakita ko nga yung power nung crowdsourcing. Diba? Like, people actually sending photos. Kaya rin yung mga mamal stranding, ganun. Tapos sabi ko, I think we could do that for coral bleaching. Kasi it's happening so quickly and in so many places. And we need people to report. So that's how it all started. So what we do is we compile that information, we analyze them, para nga we get a really 
uh, parang yung knowing the extent and of where bleaching was happening and how bad it was or whether the reefs were recovering. So yun yun, yun talaga yung ano no, yun talaga yung buong history no. I have a question. Is it ano, is it a natural occurrence ba ang bleaching or is it caused by meaning meaning it's a human uh human driven uh event or I know it's climate change related, but uh, na parang cycle ba siya? Kasi you mentioned kanina, it happened in 1997, there was, and then 2015. So is it like a cycle? Siguro yung biology na, maganda si Daryl magkwento niyan. Ayan na lang. Yes, a response to stress. So, so ikwento mo na kung how, how does it happen. Para na. So, uh, yeah. So coral bleaching is a natural response siya ng corals sa stress. So stress lang corals. Yes, of course, uh, para din yung tao. Kumbaga ang tao nilalagnat ang ang corals nag nagbe-bleach. Pero iba't iba yung causes ng ng coral bleaching. So one uh, is sambawa uh, nutrient overload pag mataas yung nutrients. Um pag uh, may disease uh, nagko-cause din yan ng coral bleaching or um, sedimentation or uh, shading so pag lumabo yung tubig caused by um, uh, quarrying or whatever or river ganyan nagbi-bleach pero ang pinaka cause talaga ng mass coral bleaching or yung simultaneous na bleaching ng colonies sa buong reefs is yung increase ng water temperature and intense light so, dito na papasok yung climate change. So, climate change is uh, we're continuing, uh, tumataas ang carbon sa carbon sa atmosphere, nare-retain yung heat, umiinit ang dagat, then nas, lalong na-stress ang corals. So, aside from other factors, uh, proven na ito, uh, this is not up for debate, uh, ang cost ng, ng coral bleaching is uh, uh, ocean warming or yung global warming yung cost ng high frequency ng coral bleaching or high frequency ng mass coral bleaching. Para tayo, para ako sa klase, nagkataas ang kamay. May tanong yes. ako. <laughs> para tanong ako. Yung, yung sinabi mo na, um, yung sinasabi mo na uh, cost of um, uh, mass mass coral bleaching, is it a, uh, may frequency ba siya? Like if you, if you put it in data, let's say take a cycle, like you can predict already. So it's yes. pretty, can you predict now when the next coral bleaching happens because of the uh, Hindi siya exactly na predict, pero may, may, may product, may tinatawag tayong satellite product. Ito yung ginagamit namin na announcement. Pinopost to ni Ina sa, sa page namin. So, uh, satellite derived product siya ng um, NOAA Coral Reef Watch naman yung tawag. And then they're able to predict the probability of uh, bleaching dun sa area. Oh, so hindi, so hindi, hindi, yes. Hindi lahat ng, hindi lahat ng, kanyari hindi, hindi naman siya, like buong Pilipinas magkakaroon ng massive coral bleaching. Parang areas lang sa Pilipinas na magkakaroon. Mm-hmm. Posible. Posible na, yes. posible sa buong Pilipinas, pero hindi, ang nakikita nga namin, hindi sabay-sabay na nangyayari compared sa, Kunyari sa Australia. Kasi sa Australia, nandun yung Great Barrier Reef, di ba? Oh, Doon talagang makikita nila na sabay-sabay. Sa Pilipinas nga, I think it's our parang because of our unique na geography and yung iba din yung uh, circulation ng tubig. 
we're not observing that that same phenomenon that's happening in the in the Great Barrier Reef or elsewhere. So, yun nga, kaya mas mahirap siyang uh, ma-report kasi pwedeng umiinit yung tubig sa, kunyari sa Palawan, pero hindi pa mainit yung tubig, kunyari hmm. sa Ganao. Pero hindi ibig sabihin hindi iinit yung tubig doon. So, yun, hindi siya sabay-sabay, kaya... Wait, wait, oh. Dami ko ng tanong, dami ko ng isip na tanong. Kasi ipulat sa atin, di ba? Like, madami dinadaanan tayo ng bagyo. Hindi ba nare-regulate ng, hindi ba nare-regulate ng... Kasi parang inisip ko parang kumukulo yung tubig pag sinabi mo umiinit. Eh, Siguro, ano, mas maganda. Nakatulong din yun, di ba? Kasi na-observe ko rin yun, eh. Like, um, in, di ba, in posting uh, on yung mga linalabas ng NOAA. NOAA, NOAA kasi yung nag-release nung no coral bleaching outlook kumbaga parang yung probability ng bleaching tapos parang na observe rin namin na kunwari pag maulan uh, minsan hindi ay parang may kaso meron kasi tinatawag rin na lag effect eh so hindi hindi pwedeng yung nakikita natin sa satellite ngayon hindi yun yung actual na nangyayari so kung umiinit yung tubig ngayon pwedeng yung bleaching na ma-observe natin Siguro one month from now or two months from now. Diba, Ate Mags? Oh. Okay. Hindi siya real-time pala. Kasi imagine ko real-time mo, ano eh. Na magkakaroon ngayon. Yeah, na- kasi yung nag-respond yung coral, diba? So, hindi naman yung instantaneous. May tiyatawag sila na degree heating weeks. Yun yung isang algorithm nung, nung satellite na yun, diba? Parang sa satellite, meron silang way na madetect kung mainit yung dagat. Tapos they use certain algorithms para ma-determine yung pwedeng effect na nun sa, sa corals, no? Okay. Um, so, yun, meron na silang mga satellite-derived products that we use para to warn people nga, yun nga, kung may bleaching alert sila, may mga level-level sila. Oo. Kasi, yun. Tapos Wait lang. Papakita ko ng map. O yan muna, yung bleaching, yung sinasabi natin, no, healthy. Mukhang hindi pa natin nakwento yung, ano eh, yung zoosantinate. Ito muna. Ayan kasi, kasi si, si corals kasi, di ba, it's made up of tiny tiny particles called zoosantile. So, si zoosantile kasi, siya yung nagsiserve na um, nutrients for the coral. So, ang nangyayari kasi, kapag stressed si coral, ang naging response kasi ni coral, inaalis niya yung zoosantile sa katawan niya. So, kapag inaalis niya yung zoosantile sa katawan niya, uh, doon na nangyayari yung coral bleaching. Ibig sabihin, pumuputi na yung corals kasi zoosantile yung nagbibigay ng corals. Ang problema, kapag umaalis si zoosantile, mas nagugut- nagugutom na si-, si corals. Kaya yun yung reason kung ba't siya pumuputi. So, ibig sabihin nito, yung coral bleaching kasi it's a form of, it's actually a natural phenomenon. It's a form of acclimatization ng isang coral in response to the heating event. Kasi parang parang, siya, parang sunscreen niya si Zoosantile. No? Kapag ah, mainit na ina-expel niya yun para mas ma-relieve siya. Ngayon, ang tanong, ang tanong naman ngayon is, yun nga, uh, ang bleach coral ba ay patay na ba siya? 
Ang answer nun ay hindi. So, hindi pa patay si bleach corals, yung mga puting corals, hindi pa siya patay. But they are dying. And they are dying because nga, they are hungry. So, merong probability na bumalik si zoosantile sa kanyang, uh, sa kanyang katawan para ma-prevent yung, um, yung tuluyan niya na pagkamatay, di ba? Kasi ano ano? Ano siguro ba ni Zua Santile? Ano ba siya? It's like, a, it's like an organism? Or it's like a, para siyang um, bacteria? Microscopic algae. Microscopic algae. Sim, sim, it lives in symbiosis with the coral host. So, umaalis siya? Meaning, saan siya pumupunta? Like, pag umalis na siya? Nasa water column. Nasa water column lang. Bawat nila doon, toilet bail out. Parang umaalis siya sa... Diba kung, kanyari ikaw, kung if you ever eat like your skin, parang yung yung pigmentation na yan, dahil yan dun sa zoosantile din na nandyan, no? So kung mag-bail out siya, na, natitira lang yung balat mo na nawala. So yung, pero in, in the case of the polyp, it becomes transparent. Para pala naglutatayon ka, no? Pumuti ka, like a lot of its food, is derived from that relationship with the zoosantile. Mm. So, yun yung sinasabi ni Ina na nagugutom yung coral. Kasi may parang parang halaman yung coral. It relies on mm. the sun for its uh, nutrition. Pero meron din siyang aspect ng coral na kumakain din naman siya. Pero maliit na porsyento lang yun. So, kailangan dagdagan, dagdagan, dagdagan or i-up up yung zoosantile. Hindi, you, you need to manage the stress around those um, bleach corals para bumalik si zoosantile. Yun nga, uh, kay, kaya ngayon yung purpose rin ng uh, Philippine Coral Bleaching Watch para malaman natin ano ba yung mga reefs around the Philippines ang may kakayahan na maka-recover. Kasi itong mga reefs na to, it could be our reefs of hope dito sa Philippines. Kasi yun nga yung, there's a high chance for these reefs na maka-recover. Kasi makikita natin sa mga outlook, di ba, na um, painit ng painit na yung uh, mundo because of climate change. So yun, so we need to be prepared for that. Kaya kailangan paigtingan talaga yung pag-protect nung mga resilient reefs natin. Kasi yun nga, malaki ang naitutulong niya sa atin dito sa Philippines. Oh, kakatakot pala na pag namatay lahat sila. <laughs> yes. <laughs> parang ano, parang may, parang may doomsday na mangyayari. <laughs> Yo. Pero meron din tinanong si Ian kanina kung parang may cycle to, no? So other than yung parang steady na pag-init ng mundo, pag-init ng dagat, meron din kasi nasasabayan nito yung tag nila yung El Nino Southern Oscillation Events. So, parang mas mainit pa pagka meron tayong El Nino, di ba yun, naririnig mo yun, nagtutuyo sa lupa. So, meron din yung nasasabayan din yan. And merong evidence na yung, at least yung itong mga major events na yun, nakatali din for, from those ENSO events. So, other than the steady increase, meron din siyang, it's coinciding with those events as well. So, mm-hmm. But what we're seeing is it's becoming more frequent, yung pag-init. Na parang, kung dati predictable sa mga 3, between 3 to 7 years, sabi nila, mas shorter na yung events na yun. Yes. So, wala nang time mag-recover yung reefs by... Oh, yun, 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 y
let's say nagbleaching siya ngayon, how long does it take for them for the for the corals to recover? Yeah. Well, depending on how bad it got hit the first time, no. Pero like in in one place na uh, talagang observe ko like yung nagbleach siya in 98, naka-recover lang yung coral, yung parang base cover niya after mga 8 to 10 years. Oh. Pero hindi ibig sabihin noon pareho siya ng itsura nung dati. So may mga corals na rin na nawala. I mean, bumalik yung cover niya pero yung species noon hindi na pareho. So, yun yung yun yung hindi pa natin masyadong alam kasi hindi naman madaming nagmo-monitor pa ng ganung katagal to see the videos just, no? So, but in some places, mabilis, no? And yung nga, kanya-ari sa tubatahan, nakita namin yung nag-bleach pero madali din naman, ay well, bumalik din naman siya doon sa dati niya, but it's still continue to experience some level of bleaching pa rin. So, saan yung pinaka-worst dito sa Philippines na bleaching na nangyari? Well, baka muna sihina na muna siguro to show itong pinapakita niya and then we'll talk about it. Ay, dami ko na yung Ito na yung in-explain ni Ate Mags kanina eh. Like when Philippine Car Bleaching Watch started, di ba? na um, yun, yung sinasabi niya noong 1997, tas na-mobilize si Philippine Coral Beaching Watch ng 2016 lang. Tumaas yung reports because nga of um, increased awareness ng mga tao na pwede na silang mag-report. Kaya dumami rin yung, um, uh, tumaas din yung capability ng organization to detect yung extent of beaching around the Philippines. So that's really the power of social media ngayon, di ba? So, sobrang critical talaga nun to get information. Um, ayun nga, tapos, uh, ito lang yung mga objectives talaga ni Philippine Coral Bleaching Watch. So, we map the extent and severity of coral bleaching incidents and other reef stressors. Kasi may mga nag-report din, di ba? Nagiging issue rin sa atin yung crown of thorns infestation. Mm-hmm. So, kapag minsan may mga years na we don't detect um, bleaching, pero maraming nag-report ng crown of thorns infestation. so crown of thorns? Si crown of thorns kasi, um, ang ginagawa niya kasi, uh, it, it's, it's natural, but in large numbers, it can be very destructive to coral reefs kasi um, kinakain niya si... Uh, Uh, si corals. So, ang nangyayari, um, nakaka, na, na, isa rin siyang stressor to the reef that causes bleaching. So, ito na yung mga bleaching caused by um, natural stressor such as yung crown of thorns. Aside from yung pag-init ng tubig ng dagat. So, yun. Ayun, so, and then... Crown of thorns, ano siya? Ano siya? Uh, species ng isang starfish? Ah, uh, starfish na... Uh, na Crown of thorns kasi mukha talaga siyang crown of thorns. Puro siya. Mag-i-picture ka ta si Ina niyan later. Ito, dito. Ito. Na, na very voracious siya. It this actually one. the polyps of the corals. So, pero in this case, unlike yung temperature na zoosantile lang nawawala, pag crown of thorns, yung actual coral polyp yung nakakain niya. Pero pag nakita mo, puti rin siya kasi ang natitira na lang yung skeleton. Oh. May nag, sorry, may segue lang ako. May nag-comment lang po. So informative. I miss my zoology class. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> Ayun, yun kasi sa Crown of Thorns kasi, yun nga sabi dito na uh, pag more than 30 na ng Crown of Thorns sa isang hectare, uh, medyo nakaka nakakabahala na yun. Ano bang one hectare? Ang one hectare ay isang football field, di ba? So kung sa isang dive mo lang, makakita ka ng, yan, katulad na to, kung bilangan yan, sobrang dami na yan, destructive na talaga siya. Pwede diba? mo siya patayin? Oh, yes, pwede. Yeah. kolekta nila, kinokolekta nga para matulungan sana na hindi maubos no, yung coral leaves natin. Yes. Tapos we know so little of how this is also happening in our country na Which could, which could also be related to warming, no, yung ocean warming. But we know, we, we don't, wala pa talagang, may mga, only lang yun lang na nag-aral niyan. Pero ang problema dito, ang lakas din niyang makapadamage. So, minsan, maubos na yung reef mo dahil lang dyan. Hindi pa lang dahil lang dun sa bleaching na nangyayari. Yes, a similar din siya sa thermal, thermal bleaching na lulubog lilitaw. So, pwede mamiss din agad siya and then pag ano wala na yung corals na nakain na siya ng COT pero siya na ano siya they start off small lang or nagma-migrate sila and uh, meron silang larvae larval period yung pelagic phase na tinatawag so parang nasa water column lang sila uh, parang oh. plankton microscopic pero grabe from a plankton to a, a big creature that's impressive <laughs> They can actually evolve to that size. Yeah, tapos uh, um, kailangan sobrang delicate din yung paghawak mo niyan. Kasi if ma-disturb siya, may mga studies, di ba, Daryl? Yes. Uh, um, pwede. Course, pag na-stress siya, pwedeng mag, um, dumami. Mag-spawn. Uh, mag-spawn. Uh, uh, para pala yung bacteria. <laughs> Oo, kaya, ang, yung, kaya yung sinasabi dun sa isang Austral, sa Australia na yung best way to... Um, to deal with crown of thorns outbreaks is to inject vinegar directly na dun sa kung saan mo siya nakita para hindi mo na siya talaga mahawakan or ma... Kasi di ba nakaka... Medyo hazard din siya sa tao kasi pwede ka matusok, ganyan. Is it naman siya poisonous? Uh, venomous siya. Poisonous. Venomous pa siya. Lupit naman itong crown of thorns na ito. Nasa kanya na lahat. Marun- <laughs> mabilis, mag- mabilis dumak eh. Lalagnatin ka lang. Lalagnatin ka. Dumadami. Poisonous pa. Wait, minute comment po. Segway ko lang. Minute comment lang. May so good base experiencing COT outbreak at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. So, y- yun din yung ano namin, no? Medyo nakakapture namin yung crown of thorns dun sa reports. Kasi kung hindi naman siya bleaching year, minsan ang nare-report sa amin na bleaching observations, katulad nito, para parang namumuti is due to crown of thorns outbreaks. So, yan, totoo yan, yung sogod, medyo parang ilang beses na kami nakakuha ng report sa area na yan. So, yes. unfortunately, for some places that you've seen this, most likely, uulit-ulit yan. Kasi hindi mo naman nauubos talaga yung yung crown of thorns dyan. Wait, may question ako ulit. You sabi mo kayo ng injection ng um, vinegar. Like, in-inject mo yung water ng vinegar, inject mo sila ng vinegar. Like, Si, 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 CO2, si, si, si COT mismo yung i-inject mo. Yes. Doon sa near the near the core, sa gilid. Tapos mamamatay na lang sila? Oo. Mag-disintegrate. Mag-disintegrate? Parang gusto ko makakita ng ganun ah. <laughs> parang, parang interesting mag-disintegrate ng isang ano ah. <laughs> 
Pero yung kailangan din ma-modify yung pang-inject mo, hindi yung pang-inject ng vaccine ng namaliit. Medyo, mala, medyo malalaking klase ng injection. Ah, okay. Kala ko, inisip ko yung ganun kaliit lang, tapos lalagay yung on-press. Paano ko maglalagay ng vinegar dun sa loob ng injection? Pero dito kasi sa Philippines, dahil sobrang dami nga, COT removal yung ginagawa. Usually na ginagawa. Kaya ako... Um, mer- nagkakaroon ng call for volunteers yung iba't ibang organization to help them remove the crown of thorns. Yun. Wait, may question ito. Oh. Yung mga volunteers, usually, kasi obviously, for obvious reasons, you should be a diver. Why to do that? Kasi you have to dive. Uh, hindi siya pwede pang free diving. Kailangan yung may, ano talaga, ano, may, uh, ang tawag doon? Ang tawag doon sa nyalagay sa big? Scuba. Oo, oh, scuba diving. Kailangan scuba diving sa big. Kaya rin naman ni free dive. Kaya lang kasi when you're you're actually there and you see it na nakabalot-balot to, hindi siya simpleng alisin. Ah, okay. Oh. <laughs> Ang dami so, niyang... Siguro ako yung pag nandyan ako, siguro ako yung masistress. Baka ako yung mag-bleach na dito. <laughs> pag nakakita ka na madaming ganyan. Patingin ko ka lang kasi parang siyang sea urchin. Nakakapanghina talaga. Minsan ako parang kaya ko pa bang diba, alisin yan. Oh, oh, Kasi I've, I've also tried it. I've tried doing it and it's not easy. Oh, Huwag mo nang alisin, inject na ng vinegar solution para doon na rin siyang mamatay sa, sa reef. Pero yun nga, it takes a lot of effort to actually uh, control this. Um, ano, parang peste, parang peste sa, kunyari di ba pagka sa palayan nagkaroon ng peste, mahirap. Ganon din yun, parang napepeste yung reef with this. Oo. Oh. No, nakintriga tuloy ako. Parang pwede ka gumawa ng ano, pwede ka gumawa ng event na COT, ano ito? COT destruction uh, dive. Yes. yes parang, mga may mga ganoon. Uy, sayan oh. na. Parang gusto ko lang, ako gusto ko lang makita pero hindi ako, hindi ko kaya gawin. <laughs> Baka ako yung ma-bleach ng dioras ng mga COT sa nervyos. <laughs> pero usually, saan san, san yung mga ano, saan yung... For for in the in the in the in the Philippines, where does the majority of the bleaching uh, coral bleaching happen? Si Ina na yan, balikan yan. Napunta na tayo sa Crown of Thorns. Oh ngay, dami na tanong. Magaling magsalita naman. Sige, I can I can uh, show you yung mga bleaching reports of uh, last year. So yun. So in 2020, um, eto yung mga reports na nakuha nat namin uh, through the forms and uh, with the help of uh, DNR then uh, DNR uh, DNR offices on the ground so nakapag-report ng 105 uh, reports so this includes din yung mga no bleaching ha, kasi we accept din na uh, yung mga areas na hindi nag-bleach kasi nga um Magandang data rin yun na there are bleach, we observe bleaching in other places at a particular time, pero in other places, hindi naman nag-bleach. So, magandang tignan din yun at pag-aralan. So, yun. So, we have a total of 105 reports. Uh, yung color green is yung mga level 1 uh, severity lang. So, ito yung 
uh, low bleaching lang. So this is 1 to 25% bleaching, something like that. So yung mga, yung mga grabe is yung 5. Uh, so that was observed in Buswanga. Buswanga? Yeah, may part din sa Buswanga. Hindi lang kita dun sa map. And part... Batangas, yeah. West Batangas. Most yeah. is ano siya, no? Most is uh, eastern sa uh, isa western Philippines, west west side ng bleaching, no? Imbent kung bis sa eastern side. Sa West Philippines. Is it because um, of ano? Is it because ano? Is it because of in daanan ng typhoon? Kasi usually dapat daanan ng typhoon is the yung sa eastern side. Pwede rin, pero we need to consider na baka meron hindi lang nakapag-report. So, oh, yun yung, so guys, yun yung... report na kayo kung saan. <laughs> Kaya Sintra, kailangan na continuous Isabella. reporting lang. <laughs> okay, continuous okay. reporting lang through the year so we can establish a pattern. Yeah, gusto na rin makita nga. Pero, yun nga, di ba, pagka may mga reports dahil nga this is crowdsourcing, is it a, ano, of, because doon nakakapunta yung mga tao o sila yung mas actively or talagang ito yung reefs na talagang merong pang nagbe-bleach na reefs, no? Pero it could also be na dahil hindi lang nagre-report yung ibang places. Kaya nga, lagi namin pinapakita, syempre, yun nga, talaga bang walang bleaching doon o wala lang nag-report? Kaya wala tayong report doon. Pero right now, it, this is how it looks like for for 2020. Pero may papakita si Ina, yung previous to this, 2016, medyo talagang biased din talaga on the western side of the country. No? Uh, so yeah, yan din yun. So yung bigger bigger circles should show you yung where the most extreme um, bleaching was observed ng 2016. Tapos makita mo na doon pa rin, no? medyo western compared sa iba. Is, ano, no? Mindoro, Palawan, Cebu, Batangas. Yeah. 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 Yeah, doon ang, ano, doon ang kadalasan. No? Yan, yan yung, yung, yan yung na, nare-receive namin at yan yung nare-report sa amin. Baka, ano, siguro maganda, ano, I think na, naisip ko rin, baka hindi um, lang aware yung mga tao sa western uh, sa eastern side na may app. <laughs> diba? <laughs> Piling ko pag nagkaroon na sila ng ability to report and then na-educate rin yung people on the western side, probably magkakaroon na ng data rin kayo na, na on, the west, yeah. on the eastern side, on the eastern side of the Philippines. Okay. Pwede rin kasi na, ano eh, pwede rin kasi na yung mga ibang reefs natin sa ibang lugar, hindi rin yun yung may mga corals na nag-respond to bleaching as much. No? So katulad niya, no, may mga places na iba-iba kasing coral, iba-iba rin ang response niya to heat stress, no, yung pag-init ng dagat. So posible na kaya mababa yung reporting din sa iba, pwedeng hindi na rin maganda talaga yung corals doon, or pangalawa, pwedeng hindi naman talaga uminit, o kaya yung, yung species na nandun, hindi rin... Uh, hindi rin siya nag, well, hindi siya, hindi siya nag-bleach, kaya hindi rin siya nag-report. So, Ito na nga, oh. kasi may, may nagawa kami before, ito yung balak namin gawin before, hindi ko lang alam kung kung it actually actually will help. Um, before, we were talking to uh, some of our tourism friends in um, Bicol, and they actually came up with like, a project called coral planting. Is that possible? Yeah. Na you coral plant? Well, madaming, yun yung isang, di ba, mga solutions right now for how do you parang restore reefs, no? 
Um, so, isa yun, yung tao, coral, coral restoration efforts. So, yung iba, yung mga sirang leaves, pinatanaman nila ng uh, buhay na coral, tapos pinapadami nila. Yung iba, nagpapaanak ng coral, tapos yung mga baby, yun yung nilalagay sa reef. No? So, may mga ganong efforts, pero... Uh, yung scale na nagagawa nila yun, hindi pa yung pangmalawakan talaga. Uh, so, pwedeng nagagawa lang sa mga malimit na lugar, hindi pa yung para talaga maging coral reef siya talaga. Wala okay. pa tayong ganong... Bakit hindi uh, nalang, bakit nilang kolektahin yung ano, yung, yung sinasabing yung food ng coral, tapos padamihin na lang sila, tapos pa-attach dun sa mga corals na bleach. Parang uh, ng, parang forced marriage, short to speak. Uh, si Daryl, si uh, mas may makakwento tungkol dyan sa... Parang i-dating sila. I-forced marriage. Isa rin niya. No, 2013, eh, 14 hanggang 17, part ako ng um, coral rehabilitation methods development. Parang ang nickname niya is Coral Genomics. And uh, based dun sa team na, na hindi kami yung gumawa nun, pero may team na nag-try nun, mahirap i-culture sa, ah. sa laboratory yung zoxanthellae. O yung tinatawag nila, yung, yung microscopic algae na ito. So very challenging siyang gawin. Pero I'm sure meron na ngayon na uh, mga laboratories international siguro or, or dito na kayang mag-culture. Pero sa pagkakaalam ko, mahirap siyang uh, gawin. Oh, yung ngayon, yung recent sa Australia, may mga tatawag sila na hybridization na experiments. Or parang, di ba, parang sa rice din, di ba, pinipili mo yung na para mabuhay. So, gina- merong efforts niyan sa Australia, sa Hawaii, na ginagawa. Pero ba- napakabago pa niyan eh, napakabago pa ng mga pag-aaral niyan. So, but that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to produce the heat tolerant na corals or hybridizing some of the corals na galing sa mainit tapos dun sa corals sa ibang reef ganun tinitignan kung kaya mag-survive hmm. pero sa yan no makagawa ng ganun tapos mapaplant mo siya successfully sa mga areas that are currently well, being... yun ang yun ang, yun ang vision yun ang oh, gusto yeah. pero kailangan maintindihan din natin na yung coral ang 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 tagal na nang evolve parang ilang hundreds of millions of years para para I don't think we could just recreate what it has done for so many millions of years. Mm. You have a point there. Wait, make this ano? Is it are corals only found in ano? Or is it possible na sorry, rephrase rephrase the question? Are corals predominantly uh, on shallow areas or actually mostly kain kain lang survive? like super deep trenches. Kasi, di ba, you mentioned kanina na kailangan nila ng sun para rin silang plant. Eh, kung wala namang, kung wala naman di siya naabutan ng sun dun sa pinakamalalim na part, paano sila nasusurvive? That's a very good question. Uh. Go, Daryl! Go, Daryl! <laughs> <laughs> Meron tayo na din tinatawag. But hindi na... ko ang talino ko today. Hindi, <laughs> <laughs> may tinatawag tayo na um, esophotic reefs. So, ito yung mga deep deep reefs. Usually kasi yung coral reefs natin, mataas ang concentration between maybe 5 to 10 meters. Eh. Or, uh, pero meron din up to 20 meters. Pero kinoconsider nila ngayon may more than 
is uh, deep reefs na or deep reef or mesophotic reefs. A good example is yung uh, Philippine rice, yung yung or yung Benham rice. May nakita sila oh, coral rice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yung sa Mi Isabela. Mm, <laughs> around ilang meters yun? Fifty? Uh, Fifty meters ata? Ayun. So, so mal- malalim na siya. Pero tama ka na abot pa siya ng sunlight. Abot pa siya? Wow. Ibig sabihin, may, clear yung waters. Din. Clear yung tubig, yes. So, may role din ang uh, water clarity. Oh. So, baka may maidagdag si Ate Mags. <laughs> si Ate Mags. It won't be as diverse. Diba? para extreme na kasi yung condition in the deep. So, kung sino na lang yung kayang dumami at tumubo at those depths with that kind of light and depth. Yun lang yun. No? So, you don't expect it to be diverse. As diverse mm-hmm. as what you see here. So, yung shallow pa rin, yung like less than 30, between 30 to between 5 to 30 meters, yun pa rin yung pinaka-diverse areas. Pero yung Pilipinas, it belongs to a region where it's the center of diversity. We have more than siguro mga 400, 500 species sa Pilipinas, which is a very diverse area compared to other areas in the world. So within the within the planet, may mga areas in the tropics, yun pa rin yung ideal that you'd find uh, a lot of coral reefs. So meron din in the parang temperate areas, pero not as much diversity as what you would see in a tropical coral reef. So yeah, ang saya din pala to learn. I thought ano, I thought this would be like you know some of those things na hindi ko ma, hindi ko ma, ma-analyze ng brain cells ko. <laughs> parang feeling ko kasi parang feeling ko medyo sab, sabi ko medyo yata ano to scientific baka mag-zone out yung brain cells ko ng di oras. Pero ngayon ko na realize kasi I find it I find underwater life more interesting than yung upland life. Kasi nga parang mula masyadong I guess because it's not frequented. So, madami kang parang may mystery underneath the, no? So, hindi mo rin malaman. And I think para lang, diba sabi nila, parang forest rin ang, ang deep sea. Para yes. rin siyang, yeah. you, you can think of corals as the trees uh, above ground. That's not, they are. Majority ng uh, marine organisms uh, sa ocean is concentrated sa coral reefs. So, kaya, Tama ka dyan kasi parang sinasabi nga, well, sinabi yun ng former director namin, si the late Dr. Gomez nga, na yung coral reefs are yung parang forest of the seas. Yes. Yung parang dapat i-associate siya na gano'n. So, yeah. so oh, yung... nakakonect pa ako na gano'n, naisip ko lang today. Ma- 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 madami na eh. like 25% at least 25 to 30% ng pangisdaan natin nakadepende dyan sa mga coral reefs y- na yun. Ano ho, oh, yun ang gusto ko tanongin next. Why are the corals so important? What what makes it what makes it really critical for our survival as human beings or as a country as well? So, oh, sige na naman. <laughs> <laughs> Ayun, unang-una kasi, di ba, uh, ang Philippines is an archipelagic country. So, we realize na we're, we're surrounded by islands and we're the center of the center of marine shorefish diversity. Ibig sabihin nga nun na andito sa atin, we're part of the coral triangle din kung saan yung uh, malaki yung concentration of different 
fish and coral species. And um, because of that, um, malaki rin sa population, kunyari yung mga mangingisda natin, depend on our coral reefs as uh, as their form of livelihood and yung sustain- sustenance din nila, di ba? Kasi uh, ilang percent ng, uh, ng country natin uh, live on our coasts, di ba? So, malaking parte yun ng malaking parte yon ng Pilipinas and that's the reason why uh, we need to protect our reefs and uh, like see them as as important as our terrestrial ecosystem kasi tama ka nga di ba na minsan kasi um, our marine uh, the underwater world is like a strange place for for some di ba pero yun we need to know na it's also connected to us. So, lahat ng kinakain natin, uh, it comes from the sea, ganon. Yun. Kasi nakikita na, na, na lang natin yung fish na, na kinakain natin sa plato natin, di ba? Pero, yun, hindi natin na-establish yung connection natin. Eh, pero dapat, ma-change natin yun. Kasi unang-una nga, yun nga, na archipelagic country tayo, di ba? Hindi lang naman Manila yung... <laughs> yung nila uh, naman tayo na sa city, marami rin mga mga tao sa coastal areas and we need to take uh, we need to be proud of that also. Yeah. Yung ano yung, yung mentioning the coastal areas, nisip ko din kanina like uh, ha, kaya ba kaya ba siguro kaya diba sabi mo kanina that it you get the data from people, it's a crowdsourced data because uh, people from that area actually send the information to you. So ibig sabihin mm-hmm. on that side of the country which is the eastern side hindi masyadong hindi pa masyadong uh, ed- either hindi pa act- hindi active masyado yung mga tao doon or um, wala masyadong establishments that are actually promoting uh, or educating the locals or whoever goes there yung mga travelers kasi i'm trying to connect it also as a responsible traveler like if you actually visit let's say Catanduanes or you visit Isabela the coastal side and you have that actually opportunity to 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 um report or to share the information uh, or at least kahit ng picture mo lang tapos send mo lang na this is actually the scenario of what's happening in this area. Mm-hmm. Um, iniisip ko lang baka walang, walang masyadong gumagawa or hindi masyadong na-educate. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's pareho yun, ano, na, yun na nga, parang yung absence of reports, is it because we've not reached them, di ba? Mm-hmm. Or talagang uh, wala talaga nangyayari to, no? But that's what we're, kaya nga kami din nandito, we, we were trying to reach, reach reach as much people na outside of our bubble, of our circle. <laughs> outside uh, of the tree. <laughs> Ayun na pala yung nakita ko noon, di ba? Like, people uh, like, hindi, hindi lang nila alam na yun na yun. But, yun na nga, that's why we're, we're using this platform when you invite us para we could reach more people. Kasi nga, we think na we've reached a lot, but I think kulang pa rin. And yeah. we've, yun nga, katulad na banggit ni Ina, we've been partnering din naman with other organizations, especially the Department of Environment and Natural Resources, para yung mga tao nila talaga doon start reporting medyo mas mas regularly. Kasi mas, oh. mas meron silang mga offices doon that they could actually... Oh, yun Kasi last year... Oh, yeah. Go, go, go. Ayun, last year kasi we've diba, we ha- we were also in partnership with um, the Department of Environment and Natural Resources yeah. uh, BMB Biodiversity Management Bureau. So um, we worked together into uh kasi naglabas sila ng technical bulletin 
for coral bleaching response guidelines na binaba nila sa mga DNR offices. So, yun yung yun yung reason kung bakit dumami rin yung nag-report last year because uh, mandated sila ng uh, ng DNR offices to report whether bleaching bleaching or no bleaching is happening in their respective jurisdiction. So, yun. Kaya kailangan, yun talaga, kailangan talaga ng maraming tao kasi we need uh, we need people on the ground. We need people to be our eyes underwater kasi we cannot do it alone. Kasi, di ba, sabi namin, tatlo lang kami. Hindi ko naman kailan magiging apat na kayo, si Dave kasama na dyan. <laughs> and yung scientific community, uh, yun, the scientific community also needs the help of other, uh, the public. We call, we call the public pala citizen science, ha? Citizen science. So But yung citizens... <laughs> So we call yung mga nag-report, um, we call them our citizen scientists kasi um, it's a way for them to contribute to uh, information on our reefs which can be used to um, uh, para ma- mapaigtingan nga yung pag-aaral ng ating, um, ng ating coral reefs, di ba? So kasi tao. Did you guys ever collaborate with ano, mga dive, dive, diving Um, establishments around the country, like from all over the, the different provinces. We've been attending then, yeah, we've been attending then the dive expo. Uh, it happens every it happens every like yeah. September every yeah. year. So we set we usually set up a booth there along with reef check, para ma inform then yung diving community of this initiative, so they can also report to us whether or not yun nga. Kasi siya sila naman yung usually talaga na nakakababa sa tubig, di ba? Kasi yeah. it's their hobby, gano'n. Yeah. May and, underwater and, camera sila. Oh, may underwater camera sila. <laughs> so yung iba, mga, yung iba naman ng mga resorts, kanyari sa Elida, meron silang mga teams dun sa resorts nila. So yun, nag, nag, ano din sila, nag-share din sila na report. So where we can uh, parang, parang partner with them, we do that. Uh, yung mga ibang ano namin, mga small NGOs working in some places, yun yun, nagre-report din sila. Pero siguro intentionally partnering, hindi pa namin nagawa yan. But I think there's potential there. Kasi sa sa Great Barrier Reef nga ngayon, may malaki rin silang program with the parang operators ng mga dive boats nila ngayon. Oh, dive uh, tours. For, oh, dive tours para yeah, sila. ko, that can be an actually a... Um, <laughs> Diba usually sa diving, if I'm not mistaken, sa dive kasi diba meron, parang may component yata sa diving which is rescue. Well, I know it's rescue kahit pero I think it's more of a, I don't know, may, basta alam ko may iba't ibang components sa diving. Baka pwedeng gawin, may, baka pwedeng gawin is like you, you partner with the Department of Tourism in terms of the depart, of the different dive um, establishments all over the country. It can be like mandated. I'm not sure if it can be mandated or anything like that, but that would be cool kasi it would, It would streamline, especially if you have just to download the app lang. It would basically streamline the the whole uh, work. Because eh. they they will just document it and they'll send it to your database kaga and bilis kaga. Wow, para tayo na naman nag-isip lang ako ng mga kung ano ano. Ay pwedeng pwedeng flash yung ano yung ato para makita nila yung yan. 
Yeah. So yeah, if you're interested to be part of the initiative, uh, you can uh, go to our Facebook. Um, kasi baka magkaroon ulit ng bleaching year this year, hindi natin alam. <laughs> so, just for us to be updated kung merong bleaching alert. So, ito yung mayroon kaming app. So, you can, ito, yung QR code. I think um, Gian will post it. Yeah, I think. we'll post it yeah. right now. Actually, yeah. we're going to be sharing it. Yeah. Yeah. So, ganito so, yung map na makikita actually. So, ang picture lang sa app, i-picture lang nila, ganun. Tapos so, i-indicate nila yung kung may stress or watch or warning, ganun ba siya? Yeah, eto ganyan. So sa jot form. Okay. Sa jot form, pero it mirrors also the one in the app. So what we what we look for lang naman is the location of um, bleaching alert, uh, location of the bleaching report, kung kailan na observe um, kung meron kayong pictures, upload it. And then you can say rin naman na if you're unsure, um, if you're unsure of the bleaching, you can still submit. And then kung merong ibang, ibang, yeah, and then Daryl will check it. Kung, <laughs> it's about, yeah, it's kung, ano, kung, kung valid ba yung report or not. Uh, and then yun, kung merong ibang reef stressors na, na observe dun sa dive na yun. Kasi yun nga, pwede kasi pag merong coral, crown of thorns na nakita, baka naman hindi uh, um, thermally stressed or dahil hindi naman, hindi naman bleaching due to sa pag-init ng tubig, kundi dahil sa other stressors. So, yeah. And then, I'd just like to show this photo. Um, eto, ganito yung photo na hinahanap talaga namin. It's a wide-angle photo of the reef. So, we can assess yung extent nga ng bleaching na, na nangyayari on the ground. Kasi if you just focus your the picture on one coral coral head or coral head, pwede kasi na yun lang yung nag-bleach. Hindi na, mahirap tignan kung ano ba yung, gano'n ba karami dun sa area na yun yung nag-bleach. So, kung makikita nyo dito na sobrang lawak, o ba may, may reference pa na this is the diver, and then you can see na how how the extent of bleaching in this photo. So this is normally like uh, assessed as between four to five, yung severity of bleaching. Ah, wow, four to five na yan? Mm, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yun, yun, yun makikita mo sa photo na to. Pero... This, this, ano, this, in this particular case, can it still, can can you still revive? Can it still be revived? O hindi na? Like, that's, wala na talagang pag-asa yan. I think pos possible naman na maka-recover. So that's the reason why we also ask our bleach patrollers, we ask repeat reports then para makita natin kung yung ni-report ba nila na nag-bleach noon, um, nakapag-recover ba ngayon? Kasi possible yun mangyari kung, kung ang stresses around the reef is managed naman correctly. Diba? So maganda rin na if you report bleaching now and then nagkaroon ng chance uh, a few months later for you to go back in the same reef and then you notice na, oh, this was the photo na I took like three months ago and it recovered. And that's a valuable data rin na, um, na gusto rin na, namin na ma-capture sana. So we need all the help that we can get. Yun. Oh, good, good, good. Ay, panihan. Ito, ito yung severity. So, between 1 to 5. So, kung makikita mo dito, isang coral head lang. Dito, parami ng parami. And then, dito na yung 5 na um, malaki na, malawak na yung extent of bleaching. And then, ito, uh, sige. 
So, yun. So, di ba sinasabi na pwede kasing thermally induced dahil sa pag-init ng tubig, pwede rin hindi. So, kapag may nakita kayo na na anemon, si Anemon, yung bahay ni Nemo na nag-bleach, ibig sabihin yan, there's a likelihood, ay, ano na talaga yan? Um, pag-init na ng tubig talaga. Yun. So, yun. Interesting din, di ba, na yung bahay ni Nemo... <laughs> Naging white. Yun. And also yung soft corals natin. Ano yung groupan snails? Groupan snails is also a cause of bleaching? Yes, kasi... Drupella snails pala. Drupella. Predator din siya. Predator din pala siya. Kalo ka lahat ng snails mababait. Yan. Katulad rin ng crown of thorns, predator din. So, yun. Mga starfish mababait din pala. Hindi din pala sila mababait. Hmm. So parang nabipeste sila. Bagayo. Para sila ano na, para sila mga locusts sa plants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ano yeah. pwedeng gawin ng ano? Like for example, as a aside from as a traveler, um what can we do to ano to to help um in you know in you know reporting and protecting uh, the reefs, the coral reefs. Pada, ikaw naman. <laughs> so yun, um, we can reduce yung other stressors na na present sa reef. So, syempre, as a traveler or as a, as a person lang, hindi natin kayang itch, itch, ibalik yung, yung climate is to kung ano yung pre-climate change level. Uh, in an instant. Pero we can um, um, we can do our own uh, small little things like uh, conserve energy, um, avoid uh, littering, pollution sa tubig, yan. support um, NGOs katulad ng Philippine Coral Bleaching Watch, yan, ganun. Yung, yung mga little things na, na pwede natin gawin is, is, is effective lalo na kung Madaming tao yung gagawa nito. Yeah. Watch Chasing Coral din. If may Netflix kayo, magandang documentary siya uh, to increase the awareness nga on what's happening and what could happen din sa Philippine so, reefs natin. Yeah. And then when you learn something, let others know within your household para ma-inform din sila na these things are happening. Yeah. yeah. So, yung, yung travelers, no, for travelers, so one is, yun nga, yung actively, yun nga, if you can report to us, that's one. Whether it's bleaching or not, we, we still take reports kahit walang bleaching na nangyayari dun sa pupuntahan nyo. Pero, yung isa din is, so, when it, it is yung ganitong state, no, katulad yan, sana hindi nag-add pa ng injury to the reef, no? So, kunyari, yung pagbagsak ng angkla, or hindi ka marunong mag-snorkel, tinapaktapaka mo din, Nagihingalo na nga yung reef, no? I mean, immediately in terms of tourist activity. Yeah, Kasi yeah, ang yeah. gusto natin mangyari, makarecover sila. In fact, in, in Thailand, yung isang move nila, pag-bleaching sa kanila, bawal tourista actually. Kasi ayaw nila na masira yung natitira nila na corals. Hindi pa tayo umabot doon. Pero I think, kasi minsan yung mga, ang immediate reaction ng mga iba kong nakasama na, na turista na, namamangha silang makakita ng puting reef. <laughs> Pero actually, hindi siya magandang sign kasi may sabihin na hihirapan yung reef. Ah, talaga? Kala nila, kala nila yun na itsura talaga? 
Oh, Diba, unless attraction siya, ano, sabihin mo, gusto niyo makakita ng bleaching ng reefs or dying reef attraction oh. sa tourist. Ano. It could also be like this, no? Kasi minsan nagpo-fluoresce. Oh, yung barang-vibe na yung coral. So, it's it's it's, a, it's something na it's very unusual. So, I, I guess, may, may intriga rin sila. Pero actually, hihirap yung Hira, nahihirapan yung corals yan. Itong so, ganito yung itsura ng, ano, ng corals, this is actually severity 3, meaning nagiging iba, iba na yung kulay na nag-lighten. Oo, oh, yung parang nagpo-fluoresce, yung parang ibang matingkad na kulay. Yes, bleaching oh. na siya. Din. Bleaching ah, yan. Ah, talaga, response bleaching. siya. Response oh. ng coral to the heat Parang last step before they turn yeah. white. Uh, pero pwede pa 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 I think the Department of Tourism, this is just maybe me, but I think they should really collaborate with the DNR and institutions like yes. you specifically on this because it made me think kanina sinabi mo kanina about Thailand offering pag nalaman nila na nagbleaching siya of limits of limits because there are, for, for me I think of I think of it as two ways one is you definitely off limits mo siya but there should be a component then if you want people to be educated show them like mm. educate them and actually like if you're going to dive okay, we'll dive uh, but I'll show you how this only for level, level five divers, educated divers lang. Dito pang mga intro dive, dito pa pang intro level diving. Para may educate lang kayo na na makita mo na this is actually the the how it's and then how we can actually help. Because that that's yeah. just two components that they can actually provide. So, meron kami, meron kaming kasama, nagbo-volunteer din o nagbigay na si si Cat Jack taga Palawan. Yung husband niya takes tourist on the boat yung yung balatik no around from from Puerto all the way to Coron yung madami silang dinadive pero yun nga parang when she's on that boat ini-educate nga niya kasi karamihan foreigners din yun na yung yun nga diba in the global arena of climate and all that ang naapektuhan are places as beautiful as the Philippines yun nga yung mga coral reefs sa Pilipinas so misal she's trying to make that connection yung mga, di ba, yung nangyayari globally and yung mga countries na medyo responsible for so much of the, the greenhouse gases then that's, that's being emitted, parang ito yung impact niya in actually tropical countries like the Philippines. So, yeah, yeah we're losing a lot of the diversity. So, medyo wild yung ano na yun, but I think she's... I think she's wild. I think it's part, kasi pwede mo siyang gawin, di ba, alam ko for, for European countries, for people who are under the, I can't remember the... Um, so may may ano may parang may uh, parang may equivalent may equivalent na di ko naman tawag doon ah but may equivalent yung green yung pag uh, carbon action, footprint carbon footprint may equivalent na points or something like that parang kinikredit nila tama ba ho para ba yun may, yeah, may... I, I think in in the global discussion nga it's like you know things na nangyayari really affects us for real in the tropics hmm. and ito yung isa na yun ano i mean we're so dependent on the reefs for fish and we're losing our coral reefs and diversity, not only for the country, but for the region and for the world. So, 
yun, I think the more that we get it out there na talagang nangyayari talaga yan, um, siguro, sana makakuha rin tayo ng, ng yun, ng magkocommunicate din dun sa sa ibang countries. So, so ano talaga to no? It's really a communication and uh, this decentralization of information talaga. No? Yeah. It's really predominantly like that. Education, uh, communication, and decentralization of info to different, since we're archipelag, archipelagic nga, you're just really more difficult to manage of iba't iba pang language sa iba't, uh, sa iba't ibang lugar. Tama nga, gets ko, gets ko rin. Ayan, makakatulong tayo dyan. I think mga ka, mga kapag may magagawa tayong palaan. <laughs> I think ah, sus, ano ka lang. Mga, may mga ideas na ako. Sinulat ko na lahat nga eh, habang nagdi-discuss. <laughs> ah, makalimutan ko kasi. <laughs> anyway, yun. So we don't have much, actually much time. Do you guys have ano, anything else you wanna share pa? Or you just wanna um, have a, ano pang gusto nyo i-kwento? So we can actually encourage um, people who are gonna be watching this again, they can actually note it pa. Na aside from downloading the application. To be responsible travelers, diba? um, mas appreciate yung, yung nakikita nila and what it takes on. And then, yun nga, if you could join mga conservation actions then wherever you are or support some of the advocacies, yun nga, um, Support them. Go that. Sir Daryl. Ayun. Ano din, uh, sacrifice din, sa, a little bit of adjustment sa lifestyle change. Avoid littering, yan, proper waste management, lalo na ngayon kasi ang dami nating masks. Oo, yung nga naisip ko eh. Di ba dami na nakitang masks sa ilalim ng water? Or sa so punta rin yun sa reef natin. And unfortunately, um, waste management na rin din yan ng, ng country. Pero, I mean, do, do your part pa din. Uh, and wag natin yeah. itapon basta-basta. Yeah. Si Ina. Ayun, ta- um, just to add siguro na ngayon kasi it's not just haba- about like how we as individuals can uh, protect our reefs. It's about like working together as one unit um, for us to be able to protect our reefs na rin in the Philippines. Kasi um, yun, nga, yung, yun nga yung goal ng Philippine Coral Bleaching Watch is to really look into yung mga reefs of hope natin in the Philippines. And this is for future generations then. And we need to remember rin na a single effort uh, can magnify to a bigger uh, collective effort that can translate to change. Alam mo ba yung sinasabi mo na yan? It's exactly what happened to um, an example of what the community pantry did in Maginawa. Mm. And that actually spiraled to uh, everywhere, every city now. Not just in Manila, but even outside of Manila doing the similar thing, uh, inspiring people. And I think tama ka, no? That united effort and united mindset can actually make big changes. Changes, yeah. So, bra, like, it rippled. Like, wala pang walang, wala pa yatang one week. It suddenly just created this whole massive campaign in terms of community community development, like community outreach. Kasi parang community outreach program siya, eh. Helping the, those who are not, who are not able to buy food and everything else. So, galing. So, I think, kung ano, parang, 
Ah, parang kapag hininga na lang ako, parang sana ganun tayo lagi mag-isip. Yun na, parang walang self-interest. So, parang yeah. people can just contribute on that, you know, united mindset na, sige, we're all gonna help each other out and all do these things together. Nakakatuwa. I mean, I'm really so touched. And so, and, and, and ngayon ang ginahan, ginahan talaga. <laughs> kasi dami ko naisip na, kasi on the on my side, on my side, as part of the, you know, in the, in the, um, Travel tourism and experience uh, economy. No? There, there is a lot of there's a lot of because um, we have a component called outreach, outreach programs. Like we really want to help out, especially if you travel. It's not just about enjoying for yourself. It's actually also contributing to the community. Can I ask you about your your program? And then why why can't it be connected with like a you know mga DOT? Because madami on those if you look at the coastal side, karamihan naman yan puro mga resort eh. Oh. Yung mga resort owners yun eh. Imagine mo kung it trickle down lang sa kanila yan. Ginawa nila mandatory like parang DNR or DOT mandatory yan. You will probably have more information in your hands. Bahani na matulog si Sir Daryl. Yung, na, we've been locked up for quite a while. Siyempre, parang yung travel will be, di ba, imagine mo na people will just want to go out. Pero sana, yeah. with the renewed, with the renewed, ano ba, parang feeling of value, na sense of value for the environment. Di ba? Like, we're, we're blessed to be in the in a place that's with the very high diversity and to enjoy them ng mas mahaba. We need, we need to do something to invest on its management and conservation. So, Yeah, and to be aware of the threats to these reefs, to be aware of what we can do, tapos to turn it around, na talagang we care for them more. Kasi yeah. malay mo yung the next gamot, the next vaccine pa is going to come from that coral reef. Yeah. Okay. Diba? Mm-hmm. So, eh, alam mo, kaya, kaya natutuwa yun ako that we, you know, Dave uh, introduced us to you guys and connected with you guys because this is actually part of our commitment in terms of you know educating because i think the this global pandemic did not only you know i think the upside of it is uh, in that sense kung tuwaga the upside is a period of reflection kasi ano ba yung ginagawa natin sa pag nagta i mean the becoming more responsible as well when you start traveling and you start going out on these destinations are really responsible talaga I mean, are you yeah. actually contributing to a sustainable way of traveling or sustainable oh, way? Oh, but the travel na naman, the carbon footprint na naman yun. <laughs> diba, diba, diba? Yung inaano ko rin eh. Like, that's actually part of my, been thinking about it in it. Can we, can we actually be part of the, you know, the, the solution as well to the, all these things? Kasi, kasi ma, ma, malaking bagay rin naman na, na uh, matutulong ng ganitong, like what you guys are doing, that advocacy, to, for future generations. Kasi ba mamaya, Baka magbamaya, one, dapat baka manggaling nga yung vaccine sa mga chorus, hindi natin alam, or some miraculous, some drugs that actually can 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 help cure uh, cancer or any other diseases that are incurable, manggaling pala sa sa, sa dagat that we're not really taking care of. And two, um, food. I think if we don't do that, wala tayong mga 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 Hindi pa tayo makalipat sa Mars. Wala pang tubig sa Mars. So, yeah, wala Malayo pa yun. Malayo. Baka deads na tayo lahat. <laughs> anyway, super sayo ng conversation natin tonight. I really learned a lot. For me, on the, on the personal scale, I really learned so much. And I really appreciate that you guys spent time 
alam ko uh, it's the middle of the week ay beginning of the week no beginning of the week and you actually spent time with us again uh, tonight na to share your story and share your advocacy and we're really really thankful for 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 that i really appreciate it um and i think people who are going to be watching this will appreciate it as well so ilalagay natin muna yung ating ano so if you guys want to um share or learn more about the we're contributing about monitoring the philippine coral reefs this is actually their facebook page yeah facebook page ph bleaching we actually put it on the comment section below as well but you can actually check it out here um and of course well hindi natin tatanggalin um if you really want pa further step to help out please download their app you know so yun ay link nilagay na namin sa comment section rin uh if you natakpan tuloy namin mukha ni Ina no sorry Ina natakpan mo yung mukha hello <laughs> yeah <laughs> so nakita na lang mata ni Ina but that's it you can actually download it's only available in Android at this point no so um but yeah madami nang gumagamit ng Android dito sa Pinas so pwede niya na i-download so if you can take photos and you, you actually we, she showed kanina what it, the app can do um what information you have to put so let's uh let's try to contribute that so um yeah so kami sa experience with things will come once we have that as once we start traveling again we will definitely do this we will make it part of our program um may mga notes na nga ako which we'll discuss na lang later after the show i'll discuss it at, <laughs> within with recent us na lang so yun so you guys thank you so much miss uh mags daryl ina for spending time with us and for the for your sharing your your gabe your your kahit alam kong volunteer work siya pero parang feeling ko ay full time work niya na siya <laughs> full time mas full time pa yata dito compared to the real day job no so i think that's a that's a that's a that's a good thing so we'll try to look for volunteers as well for to help you out so i see dave na volunteer na yung tinatasin kami niya kanina ayan oh tinasin niya kanina ulit so yun guys so thank you so much for spending time with us tonight so people pag nahabang sa mga nanonood please do support their program please uh follow them if you have any if you're watching this from the different parts of the country please uh download the app and you also try to do our share in reporting any ano any coral bleaching that happens ayun so good night everyone thank you guys for watching our live stream one day experience for tonight monday thank you thank you see you guys have a good night bye bye yeah, bumuna kilalabas, may picture taking. <laughs> 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 <laughs>